0: Welcome back to Middle Ground. I'm Joe And I'm Caroline. And we're so excited to be here today. We have a really exciting episode planned. We've been talking about this one pretty much since the beginning of the podcast and haven't covered it yet. And I'm excited. We're going to be talking all things imposter syndrome, which I just think is a good topic. I think a lot of people relate to it. So I'm Yeah, excited. but
1: going to be really good. Yeah. So let's go ahead and start out, though. Um, Caroline, what's your grounding moment? So mine is actually really cute and exciting. Um, my boyfriend's mom got a new puppy, and it's the same dog that my mom has and Joe. It's a,
0: inspired a cult. Of puppies.
1: <laughs> they're Cavachons, the best dogs in the world. Fight me, someone. Yep. <laughs> and um, fight he, me or don't fight me. Yeah, <laughs> he's the cutest thing in the world. I think he's like three months old. His name's Sir Wallace, and they call him <gasps> Wally for short. That's so cute. And really good personality. And, you know, everyone just loves a puppy. Who doesn't like puppies? I mean, yeah. And kitten. I mean, any kind of baby animal. Oh, yeah. Kittens, puppies. I guess babies, too. People find.
0: Yeah, I prefer fluff buckets. But...
1: <laughs> fluff buckets. <laughs> what? That was really funny to me. <laughs> I prefer... Fluff buckets. <laughs> I don't know. It's
0: just what came out of my mouth. It's not like it's a term. I thought clearly. you were going to
1: say fluffy babies. If you said I, fluff buckets. I love I, it.
0: Well, you know what? I do prefer fluffy babies because even like a chubby baby is superior oh, yeah. to me.
1: You oh, know? Yeah. Yeah. Babies can look like aliens too. But that's okay because they'll grow out of it. Yeah. Or they won't and that's okay too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was an alien baby. I didn't have
0: hair until I was like two.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. I think I was a cute baby. I was not, but it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. you now. Yeah. It worked out. You <laughs> awesome. um, Okay, my what, grounding Yeah, what's yours? <laughs> my <bucket>. ground- <laughs> what? <laughs> what's yours? Fluff bucket. What's yours, fluff
0: bucket? My grounding moment is uh, I got to go for the first time to uh, Boho Boutique in Fayetteville, mm-hmm. which is this little boutique uh, that has crystals. And I'm finding a newfound love of rocks Yeah, and all the things that they can do for you. Um, I'm researching. I uh, am really excited about it. So that was my grounding moment. I bought two rocks for myself. I'm not even positive what kinds they were without having the information in front of me. (laughs) And I wish I could so I could tell you. But one of them was to uh, encourage abundance of wealth, honesty, and something else to your life and then i brought i bought another one that helps recharge all your other stones
1: mm-hmm. so that love was it.
0: very exciting yeah for i me.
1: love that store it's a good one
0: yeah we had a lot of fun caroline's been wanting me to go but they have limited hours and so mm-hmm. today we realized that they are open they have limited hours and so we jumped on it and headed over there
1: yeah and i got a worry stone yeah and it fits in my like the imprint on my thumb fits in it and i just rub it it's quartz isn't it Sure. It looks like it.
0: I'm pretty sure it's quartz. That one I remember.
1: I'm holding it as we speak, if you cared. (laughs) It's
0: going to help her with her calmness during the podcast. Caroline gets a lot of anxiety about the podcast. Yes, I do.
1: And we'll get into that.
0: Yeah, we're going to talk about it today. So you ready to dive in? Mm Mm-hmm. So today we're talking about imposter syndrome, which I think a lot of us have experienced at some point. Um, But if you don't know what imposter syndrome is, it's when you're experiencing feelings of doubt, unworthiness. In whatever your current state of your life is. um, It's when you have accomplishments that are a result of your own knowledge, your own hard work, your own preparation, but you still feel inadequate. And I think that it's a really important topic to discuss because I think it's really, really common with people who are Well, I think it's probably common with anyone, but Mm -hmm. I hear about it a lot because I'm in the industry of being self-employed. A lot of my friends started their careers and don't have certifications or degrees in their career paths because like for photography, there isn't a specific certification or degree. Same with um, making TikToks or posting yourself on social media or being on a podcast. There's no official certification. And so... uh, I think sometimes it can be really hard to feel like you're worthy and that you are worth the success that comes your way and things like that. And Caroline and I got talk- started talking about this because when we started the podcast, Caroline all of a sudden had all of this anxiety. Mm-hmm. And I'd never seen her anxious in my life. <laughs> and um, we kind of figured out that for the first time, she was experiencing imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, for sure. So starting the podcast... I didn't realize it would give me anxiety. I, like Joe said, I've never really had anxiety that I n- have known of my whole life. So when I get on a mic, every single time I have like stage fright, legit. And it sounds so silly, but
0: five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: I have to count down. I have to get in like actor mode kind of. And I've talked about this a little. I know I have. But, um, I figured out that my anxiety was linked to imposter syndrome. And that's because my dialogue in my head was like, "Um, oh my gosh, like who's going to listen to a 20-year-old give advice? What do I know? Who's going to listen to this? You know, on and on, just negative thoughts. And so that was causing me a lot of anxiety because I want to obviously perform well. I don't want to disappoint Joe and be a bad business partner and all of that. So it's definitely a new feeling and emotions for me yeah and I
0: feel like the most stress you had is whenever all of a sudden the podcast went out and you got all this positive affirmation yes and you panicked over the positive
1: affirmation yes I was like "What? like it's good and I was like crying reading all them but I'm like what is happening I'm just a normal girl you know like I didn't have good dialogue in my head about it questioning whether you were worthy yes exactly which you are um, Thank you. <laughs>
0: and so for me, I've had similar experiences i mean whenever it comes to my career i I have a college degree um in business and entrepreneurship, but at the same time, there's no formal education on being self employed and uh, There are a million different ways to do it right, Mm -hmm. and I'm an Enneagram 3. I think every single episode we say something about that. We're (laughs) in the works of finding somebody to come on and talk with us about that, so get ready. But with being that achiever and constantly wanting affirmation that I'm enough and that people think I'm enough, I I struggled because, I mean, that's my whole core is never feeling like I'm doing Enough. Mm -hmm. And I've struggled with just feeling like, why would people want to follow me online? Why would people want to learn from me? Um, Am I worth being a wedding photographer? Whenever I started surrounding myself with other photographers, I all of a sudden realized that there wasn't something everybody else knew that I didn't. And I had to start working on how I was talking to myself because. That imposter syndrome was putting the biggest limits on me. Mm-hmm. Um, I was constantly feeling, why would anybody ever want to hire me? Is anybody going to want to print these photos? Um, am I delivering them correctly? Does my email come across the right way? I would question everything I did and not in the way that I was seeking to be better or seeking to create a better customer experience. I was instead constantly questioning myself. And it not only rubbed off on me, but it became something where I was projecting those things on other people. Like if I saw somebody not do something to the utmost of my standards, I'd be like, oh, they're not doing that right. Mm -hmm. Because I was so insecure about myself due to feeling like an imposter in what I was currently doing that I want was like, well, why aren't other people feeling like that? Right you know, And so I had to take a step back and realize I'm becoming toxic. This is bad energy. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, there's nothing good about this. So I'm excited to talk about this today yeah. and um, kind of go into detail. But we're going to cover five ways to help you overcome doubt, overcome imposter syndrome and become a successful, confident you. Do you want to lead
1: the way? Sure. So tip number one we wrote down is understand the signs of imposter syndrome. So we have, you know, the got lucky attitude. And I definitely feel like this a lot. And what that means is you think to yourself like, oh, I'm just successful because I got lucky. I was in the right place at the right time. I met those people that have great connections. So when I was younger, I lived at a wedding venue and in doing that, I was granted all this opportunity in becoming a photographer and knowing a lot of photographers in the area, etc. And so I have had a lot of insecurities about, you know, getting lucky. Like that to me is like, wow, I was so fortunate enough to live in that wedding venue and the wedding venue did great. And a lot of people loved it and were there all the time. And I learned so much And so that is one of the signs is, you know, I just got lucky. You know, I want to kind of interrupt you.
0: Sorry. I'm always interrupting you. No, you're fine. But, you know, with that getting lucky mentality, I think what you're describing is privilege. Mm -hmm. You've had a lot of privilege. And I know that that's something I really struggle with when it comes to knowing the signs of imposter syndrome. Like, I am privileged, period, in more than one way. I'm Mm -hmm. not only, you know, I'm white. I grew up in a financially stable home. My parents are still married. I was afforded a lot of privileges. And when it comes to self-worth, I question often myself because I was given all of those opportunities. But I had to make a realization that privilege does not equal success.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Now, privilege does mean you have a huge leg up. And you need to consider that when you're talking, whenever you're giving advice, when you're... You know, just considering mm-hmm. perspective. But luck, my dad always told me nobody gets lucky. Lucky is whenever preparation meets opportunity. And mm. I think that's so true because somebody else that lived in a wedding venue, they would have to network, right. they would have to have a personality that meshed with those people in order to create relationships. Mm-hmm. They had to, you know, there are a lot of things that are special about you. Right. That you worked hard. Mm -hmm. So, yes, you were afforded a lot of privilege. Right. And that's incredible.
1: Mm -hmm. But
0: it goes beyond just getting lucky. And I think that's really important to identify.
1: Right. I agree. And my mom has always said, like, well, what if you lived at the wedding venue and didn't do anything? Like, you just lived there, you know, where. You were a kid, which is fine. I could have done that route. But yeah, my mom always said, you had the opportunity and you jumped on it. A lot of kids, you know, probably wouldn't have or would have been too shy, which I was extremely shy. So I'd ha- I had to step out of my comfort zone and network on my own and do all those things. But, you know, I was so privileged in that way. But I definitely, like Joe was saying, worked hard to get where I am.
0: Mm hmm. And I wonder, as we're having this conversation, I'm sitting here wondering, is imposter syndrome a result of white privilege?
1: I don't know. Like, is this yeah. something
0: that a lot of white people are dealing with right now? Not that other people right. of color don't deal with this. I'm not saying that. But don't you think, like, as we're having this discussion, I'm sitting here going, wow, every white person should feel like this a little bit right Yeah, now, Because we're afforded all kinds of privileges. Right. And so our, we're questioning where we are and why we're where we are.
1: Yeah. No, that's a really
0: good point. I don't have a – that like, I have no profound right. thing about it, but that's just making me think and starting a yeah. conversation for myself that I'm like, wow – I don't know. I don't know either. I don't have anywhere to go with that. But it's something that I would like to explore further in the coming months of my life. Yeah. Through conversation.
1: (laughs) So yeah, Um, the got lucky attitude. And then the next one we have is hard to accept praise. And these are the signs of imposter syndrome. Just since we went so off track, I want to remind everybody. So hard to accept praise. I also deal with this, like we were saying, getting all those DMs of wow, like, you're only 20, you're doing great. I'm like, ah.
0: She's not asking for them to stop.
1: No, I'm not. <laughs> Keep them coming. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I was just like, wow, like, am I worthy of these? You know, like, there's multiple people out there that are talented and gifted. Like, why am I so special? Why are they reaching out to me personally? And I definitely had to dig into that. Like, okay, Caroline, obviously they see you as being worthy and being special. And so, like, take that in. Don't run away from it. Appreciate it. Mm -hmm.
0: I love that. Um, The last one that I wrote down was uh, you're paralyzed by the fear of failure. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so common. Right. And so hard because you think that you're not worthy and that if you try, you'll fail. And that makes you even more not worthy. Mm -hmm. But I think it's important to realize these things. And if you're experiencing these things, evaluating, hey, am I experiencing imposter syndrome? Because... Getting out of it will change your life. So for understanding the signs, you know, things like that lucky you attitude, Hard are you having a hard time accepting praise? Are you paralyzed by that fear of failure? All of those kinds of things, those are signs of imposter syndrome. Mm -hmm. So if you're experiencing that, let's recognize it. Let's evaluate it. Let's realize that that's the season we're in. And then if you realize that that's where you are, step number two or tip number two. No, you're not alone. Mm-hmm. Whenever I was doing research for this episode, I found a Forbes article that said up to 70% of people experience imposter syndrome in their lifetime. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot. Right. That's ever, not everybody, but <laughs> that's the majority of people yeah. can relate to these feelings.
1: And, yeah, just know your ideas and skills are worthy and are valid. And I def- I'm def i preaching to myself, guys. Um <laughs> You have to know you're not alone, and, you know, there are multiple people out there, even really successful people that you're like, wow, like, they probably never think like this. They probably do. Ding, um, ding,
0: ding. For sure. Yeah. I mean, who do you look up to? Have that conversation. Talk to your mentors. Talk mm-hmm. to your peers. Find out how they're feeling. Caroline and I have gone deep on this because… Mm-hmm. It, it, it just happens. And the
1: conversations with you have been so helpful to me. Mm-hmm. For sure. And talk about it with people. Um, a lot of people, especially me, think that when they talk about their fears and doubts, it will become like really true. And so that's why I'm like that lockbox and keep it in and like hide that. But it's so good to talk about it and realize like, wow, I'm feeling this way. So are multiple other people.
0: I feel like whenever I share my feelings with people, that's when I stop projecting my feelings onto people. Does that Mm, make sense? Yeah,
1: I'm a really
0: bad projector, guys. Like, if I'm feeling away, if I'm sensing somebody and everybody around me, like, not somebody, if I'm sensing something and everyone around me, that's when I take a step back and go, ooh, I'm projecting. Mm Mm-hmm. And the moment I step out of the box and have that conversation, Caroline's my person most of the time to have that conversation with. I'm like, this is how I'm feeling. And I'm noticing it in everyone, mm-hmm. <laughs> which means it's probably how I'm feeling about myself. Right. And the moment those words come out of my mouth, that's when I'm like, oh, oh. And I stop recognizing it in other people because I realize I do that, too.
1: Mm-hmm. And so
0: why would I think negatively of them whenever I,
1: too, am battling
0: that? Right. Um, And it just helps kind of bring it all together.
1: Yeah, for sure. So the next tip we wrote down is be kind to yourself and give yourself grace. This is so important. This is something I'm working on currently is, you know, just take a breath, chill. You know, I'm realizing, like, I am worthy. You know, I don't have a college degree. And I think that stems a lot from being an imposter. I'm like, wow, like, I'm not qualified to do anything I'm doing technically from a certification yes, standpoint. Yes, exactly. And so my in my head I'm like, "Oh my gosh, like these people, like how do they trust me?" And you know, all these thoughts run through my head, but I've had to definitely just sit myself down, be kind to myself and know that most everyone experiences moments of doubt and that's normal, but the important part is to not let that doubt control your actions.
0: Well, and I think there's such a big difference between a little bit of doubt and imposter syndrome because imposter syndrome for me we talk about energy a lot on this podcast Mm -hmm. and how your energy is are you being kind to yourself and whenever I'm experiencing imposter syndrome my energy gets bad quick because I'm going you just got like I diminish everything about myself right I'm like you're not worth it you're not good enough you're not and I'm saying those things to Mm -hmm. myself without realizing it and my energy just, and then I'm like, why do I feel so bad? Well, it's because I've been telling myself I'm awful. Exactly. And so, really think about how you're talking to yourself. I mean, it's really important. And uh, you're good enough. Yeah. There is not a human on this planet that is not worthy of f- being fulfilled, being happy.
1: Right. Exactly. And I look at it like I was put on this earth for a reason. So, I have a talent to share and to inspire, and so it would be wrong of me to not do that, to sit at home and be like, oh, you know, that's not, that's too hard, or those goals are unreachable. Um, They're not. It's just in my head. And so I really had to push myself and get out of that mindset.
0: The thing for me that's been near impossible is I struggle with confusing the feeling of being worthy with feeling entitled. Mm-hmm. And I have, I, I think we're told our whole life, be humble, right? be gracious, um, you know, don't be entitled, don't be conceited, don't be narcissistic. And I agree with those things. Right. I, I don't think we should be entitled. I don't think we should be narcissistic, you know, but... I have always associated that feeling of being worthy as not being humble. And Mm -hmm. so I've had to really work at finding the balance because, you know, humble and gracious, it's not equal to diminishing your accomplishments. And I think so many of us do that. We walk into Mm -hmm. a room and we diminish our own accomplishments in order to appear humble. But... I don't think that's really what humble means. Mm -mm. Um, Because even though I have accomplishments, I don't think I'm any better than anybody else. Right. Everybody has their accomplishments. And I wish people would be more proud of those accomplishments. Mm -hmm. I mean, look at you. Mm -hmm. You're 20. You've chosen to skip the college route. You've opened now two businesses, Mm -hmm. one with me, photography on your own. You spent a year abroad by yourself. Right. Right. You sold your first car or your second oh, yeah. car, I guess, today. Yeah. She sold two cars <laughs> in her lifetime. I
1: That's a big deal to mm. me. Those are accomplishments. Right. And I think a lot of the time, because it's just my life, you know, like I sell a car. It's like, oh, it's just what happens in my life. But once you step out of your own life and look at yourself, you will be like, wow, that's a big deal. You're doing mm-hmm great sweetie (laughs) like to all my mom friends anybody that's a mother
0: listening to this i don't care what else you're doing in your life it can be absolutely nothing else if you are keeping children alive on a daily basis Mm -hmm. killing it right huge accomplishment (laughs) you should be proud right so proud Uh and you should celebrate yourself for that yeah you're not an imposter as a mom you're keeping children alive right that's that's the bar, you're killing it, <laughs> right, and it's hard, uh-huh. and uh, like i I have no idea how I would do that, no, and we don't give people enough credit, mm-hmm. and we don't give ourselves near enough credit and I think then we're with friends, and I'll have a friend tell me about she's experiencing something identical to what I'm experiencing, and I look at her and I give her all the grace in the world, right. And I'm like, you're great. You're amazing. Mm-hmm. You're going to get through this. Right. Keep working hard. And then I talk to myself. I'm like, mm, you're a piece of shit. Right. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. <laughs> no, it doesn't make sense at all. Uh-huh. And so conquering that mindset and being kind to yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. Right. I don't know. It's it's hard. That's not an easy thing. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I I'd be really curious if you're listening right now. Um, I always tend to ask this about some part of the podcast, but today I really want to know if other people struggle with dealing with their privilege and uh, trying to diminish their own accomplishments and making themselves feel less than as some kind of coping mechanism with the fact that you're privileged as Mm -hmm. hell. Because I for sure do, and I, I don't
1: know the answer to that. I don't know either. And, yeah, like, when I'm around a lot of college kids, I definitely, like, downplay everything I do in my whole life. I'm like, oh, I do nothing. (laughs) Like
0: Matt does that to me. What do you mean? He diminishes my accomplishments around other people because he's that Enneagram 9. Like, he wants everybody to feel good, everybody Mm. to – and, like, I'm a 3. I'm an achiever. I want to walk in and people to be like, wow. (laughs) And I'll say something I did. Like, I'll be like I photographed 48 weddings in 2018 Mm -hmm. and Matt will look at me and be like, look at the people and be like, but it wasn't a very big deal. Like she kind of (laughs) sucked. He wouldn't say that, (laughs) but like that, that's how I hear whatever he says next. And I'm like, and then I want to run in a hole and hide because I'm like, (laughs) Well, now they think I was lying yes. and you said I suck. Right. So you cut the, you know, and mm-hmm. I get really upset. And he's like, well, you were making them feel bad. And I said, was I actually making them feel bad? Right. Or do you just want everybody to feel? So that's Equal. been really interesting yeah. to me. It's been really Very good for me because, you know, we don't have to stun on everyone. <laughs> Joe. That's never my goal, yeah. I, but I just want people to tell me I'm that I'm okay Mm -hmm. (laughs) tell me that I'm
1: good enough (laughs) right (laughs) when I'm in group settings I don't even I guess beyond college kids I'm like yeah I just take photos and uh, talk on a podcast and I should be better about like oh I do this and I'm proud of it I do
0: a lot of that too I don't know it
1: depends on the social situation I call myself an internet human Yeah, you do. A
0: lot. People are always like, what do you do? I'm like, I'm an internet human. And they're like, cool. (laughs) Because I don't know how to explain what I do. Mm -hmm. I really don't because it has so many facets. Right. It's not like being an accountant or being a lawyer. It's like, well, I was a wedding photographer. I still do that a little bit. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Um, I make TikToks. Right. (laughs) And then people, when I say that, people are completely lost. They're They're like, like, what? what You do do what? what? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, anyway, so that's you know be kind to yourself Mm -hmm. number three so our fourth thing is track your accomplishments and celebrate them Mm -hmm. celebrate your accomplishments
1: do it do it yeah i feel like i'm the best at this step um just because i like to live in the moment i'm like wow like i did that and you know i i'm getting all these praises and you know that didn't make sense
0: no it made sense (laughs) Whenever you accomplish something and you're hearing positive feedback, you tend to take a step away and be like, let's go get dinner.
1: Yeah. I'm like, wow. That's let's celebrate yes. this. Let's get
0: a nice dinner. I've right. earned it.
1: Mm-hmm. Or massage or whatever. Treat myself. And I just think this is really important because I feel like a lot of people don't do this, in my opinion. Joe's raising her hand. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I don't know. It just comes natural to me. So going to dinner or taking yourself – to get your nails done or whatever. Just celebrate the little things because that's what's so special about life and it is special about your journey.
0: Well, and it makes you feel
1: accomplished. Mm -hmm.
0: Like for me, I am horrible at this. Once I reach a goal, I'm like, woo, goal, next thing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And because I'm like that, I never feel like I'm accomplishing anything. Right. Because the goals I set, I'm like, oh, well, I mean, that was too easy. So it didn't count as a goal. Mm -hmm. Because once it's accomplished, I don't know if anybody else feels like this. This may be just a my personality thing. But once I've accomplished a goal, I'm like, well, that was easy
1: because it's over. Not
0: because it was actually easy.
1: You're like, oh, I finished it. Right. It was check in the box. Like, yeah. And I just
0: forget about all of the hard work. Right. And I move on to the next goal. And then whenever I go back, people are like, well, you hit that other goal that you wanted to accomplish, I'm like, yeah, that wasn't that hard. Mm-hmm. It's it's this one now. <laughs> right. And so I never feel like I'm an accomplishing anything. Mm-hmm. And if you don't feel like you're accomplishing anything, of course you feel like an imposter. Right. Of course you're doubting yourself, you know? And so taking that step back and saying, you know what, I'm getting my nails done today mm-hmm. because I did a great thing. Or even if it's not monetary, I'm taking a two-hour break and taking a nap to celebrate <laughs> right. that i did my laundry. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Exactly. Um, But I think that's so important. I was telling Caroline that we hit our 10th episode of the podcast. You know, we're about to hit 3,000 followers on the Instagram. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, by the time you hear this, we have hit 3,000 yes. <laughs> followers on the Instagram. And I'm like, well, let's go get dinner. Let's mm-hmm. go get massages. Let's right. pick something and let's celebrate that.
1: Right. I don't know. I think that's a really easy thing to skip out on. Right. And it, it makes a huge difference. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah, it makes you feel good, like, when you're, like, winning, basically. Like, oh, yay, I did. We hit that mark. Like, now what? And a great thing you can
0: do for your friends or your family or your significant other is making sure to celebrate their accomplishments. Mm -hmm. And help realize that they're worthy. Right. Because for me, that's, like, whenever Matt's like, well, let's go get dinner because you had a TikTok that went viral. You know, little things that, you know, I'm working toward. And... I'm like, oh, he noticed that I did something good. That means that it's Mm -hmm. actually good and that feels good. right? And so if you can, you know.
1: Yeah, try to pick up on your friends.
0: Listen to their goals, help encourage them. I know that this episode isn't about friendship, but (laughs) that's something that really helps me. So I try to be conscious of it and to celebrate my other friends' accomplishments too.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, And our last tip that we wrote down is embrace Embrace when you're feeling like this and remember that it's temporary. Yeah.
0: And I, I wrote this tip down and Caroline was like, what? And I'm like, <laughs> what okay, does that excellent. mean? And the reason I wrote it down is because I think we have a tendency to acknowledge that we're in a negative headspace or acknowledge that we're experiencing imposter syndrome and then panic mm-hmm. and kind of be like, no, I shouldn't be feeling that way. I need to do this. I need to do that. But sometimes I think a little bit of stillness Mm -hmm. is what we really need. And give yourself a moment to experience that doubt and live in it and give yourself the grace to understand that it's temporary and good things are coming. Right. And that you have tools like this podcast or Google or a therapist Mm -hmm. or friends who are going to help you overcome it. And that just acknowledging that you're in this headspace is an accomplishment.
1: Right. Exactly. And like I've been saying, it's definitely I'm trying to embrace like feeling the anxiety about talking on a mic and all that stuff. And I've thought in my head, like, oh, my gosh, it's going to be like this forever. Like, we're going to I'm going to always be scared to talk on a mic. And it's definitely gotten way easier. And it just takes practice and
0: infinitely better.
1: Yes. And like, guys, I used to be like, don't got it. So uh, (laughs) what?
0: One of the first negative reviews we ever got of the podcast was that I was constantly interrupting Caroline mm-hmm. and that I was not letting her speak. talk, yeah. And, which is true, like I am a talker, I'm definitely the talker of, of the two us, of us, yeah. and I do interrupt, but it sounded extra bad in the first couple of episodes mm-hmm. because Caroline would just trail off.
1: Yeah, I'd just be like, okay, I'm done talking. Mid-sentence,
0: she would just trail off, and then she would look at me and be like, your turn. And then whenever we <laughs> edited out the pauses and the your turn, right. it
1: just sounded like I was constantly Interrupting, being yeah.
0: like, no, you can't speak. Yeah, exactly. I don't think it sounds like that anymore, though.
1: I hope not. I don't think so either. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. But yeah, so definitely embrace that feeling. Um, I know a lot of people do feel it like we've been saying and just know it'll get better. And I, my journey, it is getting better and I'm getting more you know I mean, confident. you guys heard that whole solo episode yeah she killed it I got more confidence and um like literally a year ago or if you told like little Caroline that like oh you're gonna have a podcast and have to like speak by yourself I would have literally fainted <laughs> like <laughs> Do you pass out no I don't
0: you've never have you ever passed no. out no oh I've, I've knocked, I've never passed out, but I've knocked myself out. <laughs> Want to hear a funny
1: story? Yes.
0: Have I ever told you that? <laughs> no. This is not related, but if you need a good LOL, this is pretty funny. Um, I got a pedicure mm-hmm. and it was raining outside. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. And I was in those little pedicure slippers mm-hmm. and I picked up Chipotle.
1: Mm-hmm. How old my, were
0: you? I don't know. It was at our house before that. I I was a homeowner. Okay. So I'm what? 24, 25. Mm-hmm. And I am in my little pedicure, for those like foam flip-flop things. Yes, thing. yeah, And I ones. have a Chipotle drink in one hand and my burrito bowl in the other. And it was raining, so I pull into my garage mm-hmm. and I open the door. <laughs> I have my cup in one hand, my burrito bowl in the other. I put one foot down on the <laughs> ground <laughs> and it's wet from my car dripping. Yeah. And my feet go out completely from under me. I fell flat on my back, nailed my head no. on the garage floor, knocked myself out cold no. in our garage. That's so bad. <laughs> and I woke up a few minutes later. I had saved my drink.
1: Wow! I know. Look at you. Yeah,
0: I uh, I fell down with my drink upright, which is why <laughs> I hit my head. Was because I was so desperate oh. to not spill my because I didn't have hands, like I couldn't hold on to anything, right. and that's why I went down.
1: That's so funny.
0: Yeah. I've never heard that.
1: (laughs) No, I've never passed out or have blacked out.
0: I've never blacked out.
1: I've not. You mean like from alcohol? I mean like, no. I mean, I've never done that either, but... (laughs) That I've never done that. <laughs> Knocked yourself out, guy. I was like, I've never blacked like out. black to me. Like knocking yourself out is like okay, black. Like you see black. Like you're... right, which makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. But
0: as a 27 year old who has been through college and Greek life, when I hear blackout, yes, <laughs> I think of alcohol. Yeah, gotcha. But I'm glad to hear that you have not blacked out in the ways of knocking yourself out or drinking yourself into oblivion. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Exactly. Well, now that we've gone completely off track, let's recap our five tips. Um, uh, I'll let you <laughs> recap. <laughs> I can't get it together.
1: So our first one was understand the signs. If you're feeling, oh, I just got lucky. You know, my my career was handed to me, etc. All those thoughts can't accept praise. A lot of the times, your fear of failure um, is just paralyzing to you. Those are the signs. Of imposter syndrome. And then we got into know you're not alone. There are 70% of humans out there that experience this. Talk to someone. The next one we have is be kind to yourself and give yourself grace. Know that, again, you're not alone and have that good energy vibes in your mindset and have your self talk be good because you are worthy, you are valid, you are successful in your own way. And there's
0: an abundance of success. There's an abundance of wealth. There's an abundance of friends. There's an abundance of everything. Mm -hmm. Tell yourself that every day.
1: Right. And then our next one is track your accomplishments and celebrate them. Um, Take yourself out to dinner. Get your nails done. Take a nap. Do what you need to do to. It doesn't
0: have to cost money. It does
1: not have to cost money. Do what you need to do to, you know, have those milestones. What I like to take a bubble bath. Oh yeah, that's
0: like my big thing. If I've had a big day, I didn't talk about that earlier. I don't know, but like I'm yes, you do do. I'm that. kind of a frugal, like a not a frugal is probably not <laughs> the right word, but I'm not a spender. Yes, I don't get a lot of joy out of spending money. Yeah, and so when I accomplish things, I'm like I'm gonna I'm gonna really take do it me. up right. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna <laughs> put the put the foamy stuff mm-hmm. in it i'm gonna put the gel stuff yeah. that makes it smell i'm gonna put a bath bomb in there by right. the time like i get out i'm like covered in <laughs> i've just showered you're prune yeah
1: um so celebrate yourself and your accomplishments that's so important and then our last one is embrace that you're feeling the way you're feeling and remember it's temporary my example i'm doing so much better about speaking in front of a mic, no one. I was going to say speaking in front of thousands of people, but it's literally Joe.
0: (laughs) Well, there there are lots of people who listen.
1: There are. And that's what I think about. I literally think about people turning on the podcast and putting their headphones in and like listening to my voice. And it's just like, ah, it's a lot.
0: It's important to us that whoever you are that's listening, that you feel loved Mm -hmm. and cared for and like one of our friends when you're listening because that's what we want this to be we want right. it to be a family
1: mm-hmm. and, and a safe space yeah, and yeah
0: we want you to feel like we're in the car with you or mm-hmm. cl- they're cleaning with you right. or whatever you're doing while you're listening exactly i get
1: that you kill it though thank you appreciate it so yeah that was our five steps we're a little add today yeah we are
0: <laughs> that's okay what's our question
1: So our Q&A from this week is from Madeline.Rose, hey girl, underscore W. Madeline, Madeline, sorry, I don't know how you say it. But she said, hey, I'm listening to your podcast about friendships. Do you have any tips on keeping your friendships alive virtually during COVID? My friends and I can't be in person right now, and we've had a tough time planning to talk together. There are four of us. Good question
0: a great question. And uh, I feel like I have some suggestions too, because my best friends from college, there are four of us and we live in four different cities. Mm -hmm. Um, so we can't even hang out and like social distance or, you know, right, get together at all right now. And so we've been doing FaceTime dates. Mm -hmm. We put it on the calendar. We don't miss it. Um, and at whatever time every week or every other week, We get on FaceTime and we talk for an hour and a half and we're all together. And then we have a group text, too. Um, But I think really scheduling it like you would schedule hanging out with people.
1: Right. And making that a priority. Um, And I know it's hard with everyone's different schedules. I'm also in the same boat. I have a lot of friends from all over. And so we have to really be intentional about setting that time getting on the phone, being present while we're on FaceTime. Sometimes we do, like, happy hour, and so, like, we literally drink on the phone. It's fun and have little charcuterie board. And it's more like, wow, we're doing this together. It feels, like, normal in a sense. And so, and I think it's good practice, too. Like, I know, and I know COVID's just, like, daunting and, you know. Overwhelming. Overwhelming, and, but I guess the positive is use this as a practice to, like, If your friends in the future move away, like, wow, you got that routine and that FaceTime scheduling down. Like, it should be a home run when you actually do move far away and do those things.
0: And, like, you can turn it into an event or, like, a fun thing where, you know, if you know you're going to FaceTime next week, especially if you live in the same town, but even if you don't, you know, put together a little goodie box and mail them to each other and Mm -hmm. then everybody open them on screen or, you know. Do uh, some kind of activity or, you know, that kind of stuff.
1: Like challenge yourself to get creative. It's hard. It's hard.
0: It's hard. And the thing for me, I feel like I've been very fortunate because a lot of my friends were long distance anyway. Mm -hmm. And so I'm used to keeping up via text, via Zoom, FaceTime, you know, all those things. And so it hasn't seemed that different to me. Mm Mm-hmm. I know it is because I usually get coffee with, like, at least one friend a week. I get dinner with a friend a week. Right. You know, seeing you has been really helpful because mm-hmm. you and I are still recording the podcast together and working yeah.
1: together. But I don't know. FaceTime, dude. That's my mm-hmm. biggest piece of
0: advice.
1: Right. And just know, like, that's such a gift. Like, if you even have FaceTime, like, think of our parents in they the past. They would have
0: to write letters.
1: I know. And they would, like... Wait for those. <laughs> well, they could have, I
0: guess, talked on the landline. But yes. think about fighting over the landline. Right. Like all of you, both mm-hmm. parents.
1: Siblings. Siblings, Yeah, whatever. Stuck
0: in the house together mm-hmm. to quarantine. And they'd have to fight over the landline. Right. Then you have the internet.
1: Right. Just make it a priority and like be grateful. Like, wow, I can FaceTime my friends. I know it. You know, it's not the same seeing them in person, but it's
0: like maybe if uh, it depends on your age and I guess those kinds of things, but plan something for whenever all of this is over. Mm -hmm. Like start dreaming up something you're going to do together and whether that be a trip and research like what restaurants you want to go to and start saving for Mm -hmm. that. And you guys can talk about like how much you've saved, what goals. (laughs) That's such a me (laughs) suggestion. Wow. No, but
1: that's good because you don't. You're talking about the future instead of because I know a lot of like I struggle with telling people what I'm up to. My friends like, oh, what are you up to? I'm like, oh, it's COVID. I can't do anything. Right. And I know a lot of people struggle with that. But yeah, like planning for the future is really that is a really good tip, like to look forward to and then something to talk about.
0: Well, because even when all this is over, when you plan a trip, you're still going to have to do all the planning. Mm-hmm. So do all the planning now. Right. You know, find a place that you're in love with on Pinterest. Mm-hmm. Start researching. Figure out how much it would cost you to stay there, how much an airline ticket's going to be. Right. And when a vaccine comes out, you know, mm-hmm. now all of a sudden you're like, oh, shoot, in six months, travel's going to be free game. Right. Let's, let's buy flights. <laughs> let's go for it. We've yeah, been we're, preparing for this. Prepared. We are ready to go.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I think that's fun. And then your girl gang can get together and have the time of your lives. Yeah. Heck yeah. Oh. Oh. That's so sweet. (laughs) That is sweet.
0: Well, y'all, this has been a good one. (laughs) Yeah, it has. I like this one. Mm -hmm. I guess I'm Joe,
1: and I'm Caroline.
0: (laughs) and You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Joe Johnson Overby,
1: and you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Caroline Stelty.
0: And you can find the podcast on Instagram at Middle Ground Ground Podcast. Podcast. And we're glad that you. Words. We're (laughs) glad that you decided to hang out with us today. I hope that you're having a wonderful week. We love you guys so much and we'll talk to you
1: soon. Bye. Bye.